Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hey friends, I come to you with less voice than normal. I've, I got sick over the holiday weekend and it really has taken me out. I slept for multiple days and have not really been functioning. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> um, rather than waking up every morning and going straight into functioning until the minute I close my eyes, I have just kind of woven in and out of a reality almost. <laughs> I never get sick and it came out of the blue. So I, I don't even know what I'm missing. And I have to tell you, it feels really delightful to, I just don't have any control over this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, there's no way to get through this without some coughing in the episode, especially if I'm laughing. I literally just stare at the wall and cough and sleep. I try to read, I try to absorb, but it's not really working. I try to talk and it doesn't really make sense. So I've kind of canceled my calendar because I'm not going to be helpful to anybody. But One thing that I know that I can do is bring encouragement to you straight from the word. And my hopes in this month of big emotions and big days uh, is really to remind you right where you're at. And this can translate and, and help you to serve your clients, if you're a coach or your family or wherever you have, wherever your sphere of influence is, I want to be able to sew it into you so you can pour it into others that it is completely normal for this season to bring great expectancy and great trial. It's, it's a big emotion experience this time of year and we hope for a lot and we hope for things to be different than they've been we hope for things to be newer and fresher and then we find ourselves in situations where it seems impossible and we get triggered and we experience pain and lack and needless suffering to some degree And it's just a really hard time. And I want you to know that that is to be expected if you're human. It is really part of the experiencing life as a human on earth. That big holidays and big family gatherings and big expectations, it will lead to some amount of of hardship. And life, remember, is great and terrible. 
There is good and there is bad. There is positive and negative. Depending on how you are perceiving what you're experiencing. And I want to help bring you back to the center of who Jesus is in the middle of all of that. Because you can't control your circumstances. You can't change your past. You can't change overnight how your brain will interpret everything going on around you. You can't change the people that you're going to be surrounded by in these big days. You can't change every circumstance, but you can change what you're focusing on. You can choose more wisely what to think about, and you can decide who you want to be in the midst of this season. So I'm going old school, straight to a paper Bible. <laughs> My, when I was, uh, let's see, 2001, maybe 2000 for my birthday. My best friend back then, her name is Heather. She bought me this beautiful Bible called the Women of Destiny Bible. And it's got in the front of it what's called a hope chest. And it has promises for when you're feeling different things, when you need different things, when you're going through different things. See, see there, like even that, my head is not with it. I don't have all the sounds and notifications turned off because I'm literally just jumping in and doing something. I might not even should be doing this. I don't even know what I'm saying. I might not even should be. I, like, I definitely can't be driving. Don't don't let me drive you anywhere or use a stove. Um, so this Bible is just delightful. It's I got it just a couple years after I got saved and it's worn in and desperate looking, which is my favorite. And when you go to the front of it and you go looking for promises for when you're feeling lonely, it brings up different scriptures to, to kind of look at and meditate on. And if you don't have a Bible or a devotional like this, I really highly suggest you find something that helps you Go look by topic at what you're struggling with and find scriptures to hold on to. Of course you can Google it, but a Bible like this is really lovely. So uh, one of the first ones it points to is Psalm 9, verse 9 and 10. The Lord is a refuge for the persecuted, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you because you have not abandoned those who seek you, Lord. The psalmist is saying that those of us who know the name of God trust in him because he has not abandoned us because we seek him. We are seeking the Lord and that is the epitome of connection to him. We are seeking out the one who who created us and he has not abandoned us. He, A creator doesn't abandon his masterpiece. He doesn't disconnect. And when we turn back and seek him, we find that he's the refuge. And when we are feeling lonely, when that those times of trouble and aloneness come to us, we can turn to him and find the connection that we truly long for. And yes, we might want it with skin on and have it 
with the people in front of us. But you know as well as I do, they can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely inside. That is part of a normal experience for humans as well. But that doesn't mean you have to stay there. It doesn't mean you have to focus on it and decide to dwell on it and accept it as your reality. It doesn't mean it's true just because it feels real. And then the next scripture is Psalm 68, 6. It says, God provides homes for those who've been deserted. And how could that be? How can you see if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling isolated or alone, how can you actually look and change your perspective and see how God has provided a home for your heart with anybody, anywhere, in any way? Maybe it's not come in the way that you have you demand it to, you want it to, the only way you are willing to accept it. But what else is there? What has God done? Who has he put in front of you? What about your job? What about your neighborhood? Yeah, maybe you want a boyfriend or maybe you want your children to come home. You Maybe you want it to be in a different way. But how could you find contentment with the home that he's provided for you the way that he provided it, rather than having an expectation that it must look like something else? How can you turn your eyes and meditate on what you have been given? And it's okay to grieve what you've lost, but bless what remains. How can you do that for yourself? And Isaiah 41.10 was a precious scripture to me. And it says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you, and I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. And I think that that's such a beautiful reminder when you are alone. Not just to not fear or not be afraid, but just to know that God is always with you, and he is always your God. He is your strength and your help, and he's holding on to you with his hand. I mean, just imagine God's hand really holding on to you when you do feel so alone, when, you, when your heart, when your soul is really struggling with loneliness and isolation. Imagine him with you. Let, your, let the eyes of your heart really open to see him right there and experience him. It's better to be with him, right, than it is to even be here on earth and, and let him be with you here because the comforter came, Holy Spirit came after Jesus left the earth, after he ascended, like he was able, he left so that the comforter, the helper could come be with us and he is the one who can hold on to you. And if you'll just set back and set all of your expectations aside and really let expectancy rise up within you and allow it to open up your imagination and experience Jesus just being with you. You have to go, you know, grocery shopping or Christmas shopping and you have to do it alone. You don't have anybody to do it with. Take him with you. 
actually talk to him. Let him lead you in the, in the shopping. Let him encourage you. Develop a, an inner language of being able to talk to him while you're in the middle of Costco. It is possible, I promise you. Put your eyes and focus your eyes outward. And maybe you'll even find ways that God draws other people to you and makes you a home for them, even in small ways. So accept the beauty of what God wants to bring to you and bring into your life, even in the midst of a season that may trigger loneliness and and help you cause you to feel less fulfilled than you would hope to be. But ask God, what does he want to do new in this season? You don't have to live this season the same way that you lived every other season. You can let him open your open up the eyes and the ears of your heart and imagine new possibilities of what this season could be like and you can actually make new choices and decide new to do different things that get you different results. But it really does go back to deciding what are you going to think on? What are you going to focus on and meditate on and dwell on? And if it is if you decide that you want to be lonely because that is what is normal and you accept that and you hold on to it, that is your choice. But I'm telling you, you can let go of that, but it does mean being brave and stepping out of your comfort zone and actually becoming someone different than the lonely person at Christmas time that you've been. But I encourage you to, to just take a baby step towards it and, and see what God will do and see how he wants to meet you. John 14, 16 to 18 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He's the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, he says. I am coming to you. You are not an orphan, friend. There's... It's just not possible. Your father wants and needs you. And he adores every, everything about you. And he wants to be with you. And he's, he's asking you to draw near and to come, come away with him. What if you actually spent this season sowing your, your soul time? You know, how your energy and your thoughts and your imaginations and your um, your actions and your emotions? What if you put them towards him instead of towards yourself and towards the same thing you've done every year? What if you built expectancy towards what God wanted to do in your life and in your heart this year? What if it was more about you being with him instead of holding on to the loneliness just because it's familiar. Yeah, it is, it's a little bit scary to let go of some of the things that even, even the things that we know we don't want, we get so used to holding on to them. They become habitual to hold on to, and we don't know how tightly our hands are fisted around them. But I say, like, take a good spiritual look at your knuckles and see how white they are and 
How tightly are you holding on to some of these things that you've carried throughout holiday season from one year to another? And and what good are they doing you? And why do we want to hold on to something that's part of our storyline that's hindering us and not helping us? If it's not helping you become healthier, I encourage you to decide to do something different. So um, remember that Holy Spirit is with you. And I know for a fact that you will probably say, I know that God is with me, but I still feel alone. And here's the truth. You feel alone because you think you're alone, because there's no one sitting in the room with you or in the car seat next to you or walking beside you. And it's because you haven't tapped into the full truth that you aren't alone. You've been living your life really thinking that you are alone. And if that's your paradigm, if your belief system and your, your thought life is that you are alone, you will feel lonely. But when you shift and recognize that he is present with you at every turn, he has never left you, never separated you from you, and that the Bible, the word of God is actually true, then you will start stepping into some, a new paradigm Literally, you will, you will live from a different place because you'll see that not only has he not left you, but he has empowered you and you will not suffer from loneliness the same way. You'll get free from it because he's the chain breaker and the enemy wants you to keep thinking that he's not with you because you don't see somebody. He wants you to believe that you need a sign to believe. The enemy wants you to think that if you can't see it, it's not real. And that is a lie because it hinders you from your destiny and God's call on your life and the relationship he is so longing to have with you. So you're not alone in this season. And it's your decision whether you decide to agree with that truth or not. It's, that's the only option is you agree with truth or you don't agree with truth. And I encourage you to grab on to the plumb line and say, I will be aligned with God and say that loneliness is not my portion. You are called and you're chosen. You're dearly loved. And your father has really good plans for you in this season. And I'm blessing you to hear and know and be able to speak those, um, those plans over your life, that you would see it, that you would dream it, that you would have visions, that other people, strangers would walk up to you and tell you things that you would have never heard before, but you know in your spirit that they are true and they were from God. And that those things are going to start manifesting in your lives, that that this is going to be a birthing season for you, that you're going to start actually operating in the higher function of who you are called to be. You're going to have, start having deeper, deeper, deeper revelation about what God has said to you and who you are and your the depth of your identity. The foundations are going to start getting dug up and everything that can be shaken will be shaken, but all of the other things that are built on the rock, 
they will not be moved. And the wind, when it blows, it's not going to blow you away because you are set on a, on the rock. You're building your house on the rock. And you will be blessed and the face of God will be shining his light upon you. And they will know you by your love. They will know him because of the love in your life. And you're not going to be operating from a place of loneliness and isolation and depression. You're going to be operating from a place of somebody who is a light bearer and a hope bringer. And that is your destiny. And your voice is needed in a time like this because there are so many other people who have experienced what you're in the middle of that you are, I'm calling you out of and saying you do not need to stay there. You have to just desire to not be there. Decide to not be there and take action. Start moving out of it and actually shift your belief. You don't have to believe the same thing you've always believed. You don't have to keep thinking a thought just because it pops into your head. You can actually begin to manage your emotions because you put your mind on the things that are above and you can lead yourself well, govern yourself well because you are letting your spirit rise up and lead your soul and your body. That is what this season is about. It's about you submitting to the spirit of God. It's about you remembering who Jesus was born to be and what he came to bring you, the hope, the light of the world. And you are not a lonely star. You are a star that is shining and you have this whole family called the church. So I invite you to come stand with all of us because we all experience loneliness, but it is all at our fingertips, the power to just simply make a decision to remember who God is, that he's Emmanuel, God with us, and we are never alone. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. So I bless you, friend, and I'm just going to keep through this season bringing encouragement to you from the word Mm -hmm. and coaching you through um, just helping you to manage your life and lead your life well and let that overflow out of you into your spheres of influence, whether you're a coach and you have clients that you need to work with through this this difficult season, or you have children that you need to be pouring into or a church or your job or your neighborhood, wherever your people are, let all of this just rise up in you and bubble out and let it pour out into other people's lives and go be a wonderful guide to those around you. All right, until next time, remember all of the things are possible because you believe Jesus is God and he is good. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you want to learn about becoming a coach with any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the greenhouse course. See you there.